0: Father, we choose not to look at the wind, not to look at the waves, to keep our eyes fixed on you. You're so good. Forever good. Amazing love that welcomes me, the kindness of mercy. That bar with blood wholeheartedly my soul undeserving oh god your soul the day. you, Jesus, satisfied with you alone, you're so good.
1: everyone (sighs) indeed the Lord has been good indeed the Lord has been faithful his purpose is standard sure He never fails never lies the Lord has been good and we really cannot tell how much of his good of his goodness that we have received in our lives Amen. So I just want us to, wherever you are visibly, I just want you to go ahead and appreciate God for His goodness. I appreciate the Lord for His goodness. His goodness and mercies that endures forever. Thank Him for what He has done in your life beginning of this year. He has been faithful. In the entirety of your life he has been he has been good he has been good there there, there is no darkness found in him he is, he is entirely light entirely good thank you father thank you father for in Jesus name I've prayed amen amen so today, we are going to continue from where we stopped last week and i trust god is going to be another wonderful time in his in his in his uh, presence this evening last week was um powerful sorry about the technical issues that occurred last week uh, we've tried our best that it doesn't repeat itself this week and i pray the lord helps us So not to waste much of your time because today we are not going to be taking a lot of our time. We'll try our best to cover as much as possible within a short period of time. So last week we started by stating the, we started by stating the concept of the kingdom started by explaining what concept is, what concept means and how concepts are important in the journey of life, how the concept of life is the foundation of of life and to live effectively we must understand this concept, to live effectively we must understand this concept without the understanding of this concept, there's going to be trouble. There's going to be a lot of troubles. And we stated examples of um, how before, when you get a a, a new gadget, you, you, you find a manual inside the gadget before you even meet the product that you purchased. And why is that? So, because the manufacturer wants you to understand the concept of his product and how it operates praise God so for you to have a better understanding of what the concept of a thing is you need to go through the manual of that thing that's the mind of the manufacturer so And we dealt with that last week and, you know, if you are not listening to it, it it will be good. You go back to it and listen. You are really going to be blessed. So today, last week we ended um, with a question. What did Christ reintroduce? We stated last week, we laid a foundation last week and we made it plain and gave illustration of how Whenever God, whenever Jesus, during his days on earth, whenever Jesus was asked a question, he goes back to the foundation of that incidence. Go back to the foundation, to the beginning of that situation. And he addresses it from the beginning, not from the present. So it means whatever Jesus introduced, whatever the beginning speaks rather, is what Jesus will introduce to the people. So, and we ended by asking a question that what did Jesus, what did Christ rather reintroduce, reintroduce. And to know and understand the information a man wants to pass across, there are two major things you must study closely. Are you with me? For you to know and understand the information a man wants to pass across, if a man has come from a distant place, and and it comes with a message with an information there are two major things you have to study to be able to approve or justify or to be able to trust and trust yourself into such information so there are two major things you have to study about such man jesus gave us those things in the bible and he made it plain that before you receive in short you will see how God is so meticulous about information that even in the Old Testament then, the, the, the penalty of misinformation is death. The, 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 the Israelites asked Moses, how shall we know if a prophet is sent from God? And Moses said, when he speaks and it comes to pass, then he is from God. But when he speaks and it does not come to pass, then it is not of God and it should be stoned to death. It should be stoned to death. Now, there are, you know, Moses has, has given us a clip or a clue of what you should look out for when an information is being passed across for you to authenticate such information and for you to understand such information. So he said, when he speaks and it comes to pass. So it means the two things that a man Or that anyone needs to observe needs to study that needs to study closely uh, the word of the man and the acts of the man so when someone brings an information to you or for you to understand such information or for you to understand such message you look at you, you 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 listen to what the man is saying and you also study the acts of the man So there are two major things that you need to identify or to understand an information The first is the word of the person And the second is the acts of the person Jesus said out of the abundance of the heart, a man speaks Out of the abundance of the art a man speaks So to know a man's heart, check what he speaks often I tell you the truth, you, you know, um, many times we we meet people that, you know, come for counsels and youth, young, young, especially ladies, and we, we hear stories like, I never knew this person was like this, I never knew this this guy was this and that, and you begin to hear stories and, you know, <laughs> they, they really sound sincere, they sound sincere. But the truth is, if you are taking your time to study one, you will really know who the person is. The truth is there is no one really that does not that, that there is no one really that does not show who he is. The only problem is some are good at pretending, but they cannot hide it for long. So when people come to meet me and they say this person broke my heart i never knew this is what it does i never knew it was like this i am usually shocked because the question is so what have you been observing what have you been hearing from a man's word you can predict what how what and how he thinks and from a man's act acts you can predict the kind of person he is You can predict the kind of person he is so when a guy is always talking about immoral things talking about sexual related discussions talking about many 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 immoral things often 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 he has never called you for a bible study he has never called you for a reasonable mature discussion all he does is talk about trending um sexual lifestyle and many things like that you don't need you know you don't need any prophet to tell you that this guy objects or, or i would have put it, this guy objectify let me let me borrow that that english this guy objectify ladies and what do i mean by that that means he does not see you as a figure to be loved he sees you as a figure to be used he sees you as an object to be used so from his words you can tell Only that many ladies have issues with um, emotions and they are too blind to see. So back to the matter, not to digress. You can know a man by what he speaks and by how he acts. How does he act? What are his consistent and habitual character? What does he often do that you know that this one is consistent with it? you can know a man, you can know a man, you can, so there is no hidden things, there is nothing hidden, amen. Another way to know a man acts is to study his act, as I have said, his consistent habits. Jesus said, by their fruit you shall know them. Meaning, by their constant attitude exhibited, you will know who they really are. So, by their fruit, you shall know them. So, they are doing this often. These are the characters they display of You know them. So, for you to get the information about a man, you don't really need to ask him. Just by listening to him and by observing his acts, you've known him. Amen. Amen. So what are we driving at? It means to know the art of Christ, we need to check two things. We need to check and study his word alongside his acts, his character. What were the words of Christ? What were the consistent words of Christ? And what were the habitual character of Christ while he was on earth? By studying this nature, and by studying his habits, and by studying what he teaches, what he speaks often, you will understand and realize the, the reason why he came. A man's agenda really are not hidden. Jesus made it so express, so explicit when he came. He made it explicit. He, he, he made his, his introduction explicit. He did not hide the purpose why he had come. As a matter of truth, God does not want you to be in the dark. He said, arise and shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. So it is the will of the Father to see the glory of God rise upon you by the light that has come. And what is light light is adequate knowledge of the truth of, of of god's word so he wants you to have the adequate knowledge not just partial like i like we discussed last week when we spoke about how half truth is more harmful than no truth half truth partial truth is more harmful than no truth so god doesn't want you to have a big truth he wants you to have a completely adequate done truth Amen. Amen. So it's the desire of God to clarify and simplify what he passed across because he knows that the, the capacity of humanity cannot take too much so he simplifies his, his message explicitly that's why he had to come in flesh he had to come in, in in form of a man why? because he needed to relate at our level when God tried relating at his level with us we did not last We could see that in the story of the Israelites. The Bible said when God wanted to speak to them face to face, they cried out and said, we do not want this kind of lifestyle. Let God be speaking to you, Moses, and come and be relating the message to us. And that was not the will of the the Father. That was not the will of the Father. So God wants us to get the message. So he will do everything possible to simplify and to pass his message across. So Jesus did not hide it. Don't forget we discussed last week that jesus is the embodiment of god's thoughts so whatever god is thinking jesus is doing he said what i see my father do is what i do so whatever god is thinking is what jesus is doing so when you want to know what god is thinking look at what jesus is doing or look at what jesus had done and what he had said amen praise god so to know the art of Christ. We need to check and study his words alongside his act. Personally, I think it will be wise of us to revisit the teachings and acts of Christ in this generation. Because a lot of misconception everywhere has eaten deep into the hearts of men, I tell you the truth, and has established one of the greatest threats to God's purposes on earth and that is religion that is religion that is religion if we do not visit if we do not revisit rather if we do not revisit the teachings and the act of christ we will keep missing it like the past generation have done we will keep missing it and keep missing it and by missing it we will miss out from the agendas of god for each season the agendas of God for each season so this is not a time to joke with your life this is not a time to joke about this is a time to take the word of God seriously because I tell you there are a lot of things happening right there in the world that is 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 is, is, is trying to cover up the light. but Jesus said who lights up a candle and put it under the table for it not to shine who lights up a candle and places under the table Jesus make us understand that the place for the truth is on the mountain top, not beneath a bushel. The place of the truth, the place of light is on the mountain top, not underneath the ground. So God wants the truth to be known everywhere all over the world. So if we do not make God trend, then the kingdom of darkness will keep trending. If you, do not, if you do not make the kingdom of light to trend, then the kingdom of darkness will continue to trend, and in their trending, they will trample upon us. God forbid. But it's the reality. Because if we keep quiet as children of God, and watch the world keep ministering their propagandas, Ministering their lies, ministering their deception, trending every kind of immoral acts. Every month, things come up on social media immoral acts taking over the youth, taking over the world. And people are refusing to trend and to make the kingdom of God trend. That is a problem because we cannot be effective when we do not take the truth out there but you cannot even take the truth when you yourself don't know the truth and that's why we are here this evening. that's why we are here this evening. that's why we are here this evening. so it, it has bettered one of the greatest threats of god's purposes on it and that is religion that's why many people are struggling struggling the rate at which people drop God these days, the rate at, at which people despise God these days is a sign and a proof that they, 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 are, they, are, they are trying in their religious manner to get to God, but because they could not get to God, then they claim at the end of the day that God isn't true. Like I said last week, that every man is in search of God, whether they believe it or not. That's just the truth. Every man is in search of the kingdom whether they believe it or not. But the problem is they are trying to enter the kingdom through the wrong way. Jesus spoke about it in the book of John chapter 10. He made it plain. He made it plain. He said, I am the door. I am the door. He said, the thief come through the window. So many have been trying to jump through the window to enter into the kingdom. And you, you can't break protocol in the kingdom of God. You have to come through the door. So when they saw that they tried coming through many ways, and it didn't work so they gave up and they, they came to a conclusion that god does not work mm-hmm. but that's a lie that's a lie amen so we need to revisit what christ preached i mean what christ taught and what christ did while he was on it amen amen I wanted to write this down. What man lost reveals what Christ came to restore, and what Christ restored explains what man lost. Let me go over that. What man lost reveals what Christ came to restore. So that means, like last last week, we we we, we, we made it known that Christ Jesus was the solution that god sent to the world and i, I given an, a, a scenario of how we, when you go to a doctor and it gives you um, a um, prescribe the drug for you and a particular uh, medications for you you it is is what you need that the doctor will prescribe to you if you need water like i said he will get, ask you to take water if you need drugs you have to take drugs if you need drips you have to have to give you drips so it is it is the nature of your sickness that determines the nature of your medications not your medication determine the sickness so but your medication can reveal the kind of sickness you have so what i'm just saying is the, 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 the solution provided can give you a revelation the problem that was created or that was proposed to be solved are you getting me or I should go over that so the solution that was provided will give you an insight to the problem that was created and the problem will determine the kind of solution that will come are you with me so what man lost Reviews what Christ came to restore and what Christ restored explains there are two different words review and explains so what Christ restored explains what man has lost what man has lost what man has lost so what is that thing that Christ came to restore let's go through the teachings of Christ of Jesus Christ from Matthew to Revelation and also pick some scriptures from the old testament to back it up i want to open today i want you to pick up your bible some of you you've you've, you've abandoned that book (laughs) anyways today we are going to be making use of the scripture we are going to be reading a lot and a lot and a lot of scriptures now i have my reasons why i'm going to take my time to show you countless scriptures today today if time doesn't permit us i will skip some but i really wish to show you everything i might not want to skip anyone countless numbers of scriptures to to establish what jesus really came to do because like i said that the 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 the, what christ came to restore will explain what man had lost because there is there is an empty there is an There is a void in the heart of man and that void is searching and panting for solution within himself. That's why we have created different type of government systems from generations to generations. We have created different kind of means to be rich, means to get wealth. Many people believe, okay, once I'm rich and I'm fine, then I'll be okay. Everything will be fine. And they get to that height and they realize that the height they have got to is even even worse than where they were coming from. The only thing they could boast of is their money. After money they have nothing else. So man is in search of his satisfaction within him and that is what Christ came to introduce because it is what man lost that God came to restore. So if man didn't lose a thing he has not come to restore that thing. He only came to restore what man lost. So let's go through the teachings as we have established that what a, a man teaches, what he speaks, and what he does is a revelation of the information he is carrying. So by looking at the teachings and the act of Jesus, we can understand what Jesus came to introduce to man. And what he introduced is like a, a, a medication for man that brings solution to the sickness of humanity amen i hope this is making sense to you so uh, we will begin with the the new testament and see how jesus appeared and his first mission statement we will go through it and keep going through many of his statements to understand what he really came to introduce to begin his ministry on it jesus first public he first gave a public statement so his first public statement was found in the book of matthew chapter 4 verse 17 matthew chapter 4 verse 17 jesus's first public statement was found in the book of matthew chapter 4 verse 17 now there was nowhere before then that we heard about jesus speaking except from when he was a a, a boy 12 year old and he was discussing with the elders for fortitudes for abilities but uh, after many many years jesus surfaced again and he got baptized by john the baptist that's commission he was commissioned into the ministry then was led by the spirit to go into a fasting and prayer period and after the 40 days and 40 nights he came forth with the power of the holy ghost and here comes jesus Baptized by the Holy Ghost, filled with the Holy Spirit, unlimited access to the Spirit of God, he had the Spirit of God completely, entirely inside of him. And he came forth with this great presence of the Almighty with him. And his first statement, after coming out of the wilderness, Jesus' first statement, after coming out from the wilderness, we review what he came to restore. So Matthew chapter 4 verse 17. From that time on, Jesus began to preach. What time? From that time he was commissioned. When his ministry started on earth, Jesus began to preach. And what did he preach? He began to preach and he says, repent. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, repent for the kingdom of heaven is here, repent for the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven is here. Now, what does it mean? It means, if Jesus' first public statement was about a kingdom, (laughs) If Jesus' first public statement was about a kingdom, then it means that the chase of man so far that has caused him to create religion upon religion is actually in search of a kingdom. Man is in search of dominion that he lost. Man is in search of dominion that he has lost is in search of a kingdom, because Jesus did not come to say, "Repent for." Uh, repent for I have come to give you a religion, or repent for a better religion is here. If it was a religion that man needed, Jesus would have stated it. But here comes Jesus, going against their religious belief. And told them the kingdom of heaven has arrived and they were shocked because they felt where is the kingdom they began to look around what kingdom are you talking about where is the kingdom <laughs> and after after all after all is the kingdom the solution to our problem we are talking about about political crisis here we're talking about the global challenges here we're talking about the, the 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 romance the romance the um, the defiling the temple of the Lord so the Pharisees were, were shocked the people of the Jews were shocked that what kind of message is this man talking about what what is he saying? we've been looking up to you as the Messiah the Messiah that will deliver us from the oppression of the Romans from the from the overtaking of the Romans that you will deliver us and make us a nation of our own. Uh, Here you come, you are talking about a kingdom that we can't see. What are you saying? So they didn't understand his message. And I still believe that till today, that message has been highly misunderstood till today. So let's go on quickly to other, other references that Jesus gave concerning his mandate, What he came to introduce to man. To reveal what man needs to be saved so matthew chapter 6 verse 10 matthew chapter 6 now i need you to be fast with opening your bible if you are with it if you are not with it i want you to i want you to pay rapt attention to 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 what i'm going to be reading. i'm going to try to be fast now now matthew chapter 6 verse 10 your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven now this is jesus teaching the, the disciples how to pray and he said when you pray you pray this manner our father who art in heaven so our father you are not on earth you are in heaven but you are influencing it so he said I be thy name you praise him then he said your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven so it it means god system oh don't let me jump before my time don't let me jump before my time i want to just take us today is just for to review what jesus introduced don't worry later in the future we will deal with those the meaning of those statements so this is another place where jesus was talking about the kingdom now the next bible scripture matthew that's in matthew 6 verse 33 matthew 6 verse 33 Uh, this is a popular scripture that many people quote, but I believe many people quote it with a little or no understanding of what it means. Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Next scripture. Matthew 7 21. Matthew 7 21. If you are not with your Bible, I will advise you to write these scriptures down for reference purposes. Matthew 7.21. The first scripture we read was Matthew 4.17. The second was Matthew 6.10. The third was Matthew 6.33. Now we are going to Matthew 7.21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father in heaven he would does matthew 10 7 i'm not going to be explaining those scriptures today just i will just want to create a foundation i'm laying a foundation of the basis of what christ came to introduce matthew 10 7 and as you go now <laughs> this was where jesus was commissioning his disciples now look at the message he asked them to preach You know, today we are preaching many messages, many messages, except the message that Jesus asked us to preach. And it's so unfortunate. Matthew 10, 7. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven has arrived. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. That means it is here. The kingdom of heaven has returned. That was the message that Christ gave them to preach. Matthew 11, 12, and from the day of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force, a very popular scripture that many people quote and they also misunderstand So they, mis- they misquote and misconceive such scripture, <laughs> amen. Next scripture, next Bible reading, Matthew 12, 28, please don't forget, if you are not with your Bible, you can just write them down for reference purposes. Matthew twelve twenty eight. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit. Now, this is the act of Christ. He said, but if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. The kingdom, kingdom of God. Kingdom, kingdom of God has come upon you. Matthew Thirteen nineteen, Matthew thirteen nineteen. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom, hmm, God Almighty have mercy. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom, and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. Oh. shit! how serious i I, I am I am ten, tempted to to start dealing with these things, but let's let's take our time because we we still have a lot of a lot of weeks, months to deal with these things. So I don't want to rush us, So I'm just going to be reading the scriptures. Please just be praying for me. I don't want to be tempted to di, di, digress or die get distracted and start teaching on one scripture. We will't finish yet. Okay, next one, Matthew 13, 19 was what we read last. Now, Matthew 13, 24, the same Matthew 13, verse 24. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. So, yes, Jesus is still teaching on the kingdom, trying to use parable to explain the kingdom. Matthew 13, 31. They say Matthew 13, verse 31. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and sowed in his field. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and sowed in his field. Matthew 13, 33. The same Matthew 13, verse 33. He said, Another parable he spoke to them. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom, still speaking about the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is like living. Which woman, which a woman took and eat in three measures of meal, till it was all living. Matthew 13, the same Matthew 13, verse 41, just the one chapter, verse 41. Then this the Son of Man will send out his angels. And they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and those who practice lawlessness of his kingdom matthew 13 verse 43. the same matthew 13 verse 43 then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father he will as years to year let him year the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father in the kingdom Okay, father Matthew 13 44 same Matthew 13 again the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and hid, and for joy over it he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field so he said the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field the kingdom of heaven about the kingdom of heaven Matthew 13 verse 45 the same Matthew 13 just one chapter he said, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful peels. The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful That means, oh God almighty, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord. You see, it means, ah, Jesus was saying, the search of the man is the, oh Lord, have mercy. Let's go to the next verse. He said, verse 47, the same Matthew 13, verse 47. Said again the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that cast into the sea, that cast into the sea and gathers some of every kind, some of every kind. So it's like a a, a a dragnet the kingdom of heaven. Steve speaking about the kingdom of heaven, Matthew 18, verse 3. Now, Matthew 18, verse 3. Assuredly, I say to you, another version say, Verily, I say to you. And whenever the Lord used the word verily, it means he is certain, and what he's about to say, you must pay double attention to it. According to research, they said, Anytime the Lord used the word verily, then he's telling you to go back and read what you have just read and try to and understand it in So he said, Assuredly, verily, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as these little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom we are going to deal with these little children in the kingdom you it's going to be an interesting oh god oh lord god almighty have mercy it's going to be an interesting period during that section well it's a section that we're going to deal with the children of god in the kingdom the children of god in the kingdom it's going to be an interesting section next next scripture matthew 24 verse 14 matthew 24 verse 14 and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come what gospel the gospel of the kingdom is it the gospel of prosperity no is it the gospel of <clears throat> Don't let me jump before my time if i say something now some of you begin to rack your brain and say what is it saying so let me just skip that so Matthew 24 verse 14, he said, and this kingdom, this king, this gospel rather, of the kingdom, what gospel, the gospel of the kingdom, there are many gospels out there, many, many, so he said, when will the end come, when the gospel of the kingdom is preached to the whole world as a witness to all the nations, that's when the end will come, I'm going to deal with the end too, God's view of the end, we will deal with it, God's kingdom view of the end, And it's going to be a wonderful section Please don't miss any of this part Every part is vital to the next part of it So try to invite your friends If they've missed anyone Tell them to try to go back to it To understand Next scripture Matthew 25 verse 34 Matthew 25 verse 34 Then the king will say to those on on his right hand Come, you blessed of my father Inherit the kingdom prepared for you From the foundation of the word (laughs) the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world, the kingdom the kingdom luke 10 verse 9 and heal the sick who are there and say to them the kingdom of god has come near to you so this is an act the act of the kingdom of god when you heal the sick it is not a religious act it is a political act we will deal with that Luke seventeen verse twenty four. I will take the B part of that of that verse. Luke seventeen verse twenty four. Part B of it. The kingdom of God does not come with observation. Still speaking about the kingdom. John three verse five. John three verse five. John three verse five. Jesus answered and said. As most assuredly, that's verily again, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Unless one is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. John 18, verse 36, John 18, verse 36, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servant would would fight so that i should not be delivered to you to the jews but now my kingdom is not from here still talking about a kingdom act chapter 1 verse 3 now this is where jesus had died and resurrected and he spent 40 days according to the account of the scriptures he spent 40 days before ascending He spent 40 days on earth after resurrection. Now, oh my God, oh my God. Now, Jesus died, went through all the pains, all the agony. And after doing all those things, after coming back from the pit of hell with victory, he rose from the dead and spent 40 days teaching only one thing. Teaching just one thing. That's to show you how important this message is to humanity. Acts chapter 1, verse 3 To whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Oh, my Lord wow 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 speaking the things pertaining to the kingdom of god for 40 days after resurrection and giving them infallible proofs so that they won't be able to doubt Acts 28 verse 30 to 31 now this is apostle paul who got division he got division more than any other apostle he got and understood the kingdom gospel he got and understood the kingdom and here is the account of apostle paul the end of apostle paul was given in the book of acts chapter 28 verse 30 to 31 i read it says then paul dwelt two whole years in his own rented house and received all who came to him preaching the kingdom of god preaching what the kingdom of god preaching what the kingdom of god and teaching the things which concerned the lord jesus christ with all confidence, no one forbidding him. No one forbidding him. When the kingdom come, the world will will run towards it. The world will reject religion but when the world realise the kingdom, they will abandon all things and follow the kingdom. That's what Jesus said. He said the kingdom of God is like a man that found a treasure on a field. And he will run back to the city, sell everything that he has to buy that land. To buy that land. So Jesus is saying, when you notice people rejecting your message, check what you are preaching. You are most likely preaching what he has not sent you to preach. There are many good gospels out there, and I tell you the truth, they are fine gospels. But if you are not preaching and teaching the gospel of the kingdom, if you are not representing the kingdom, but you are representing a denomination, you will be frustrated and you will also be a frustration to people, amen, amen. Now let's take a few scriptures from the Old Testament, just two, from the book of Daniel, just two scriptures from the Old Testament. Now I, I, some of you may be wondering why are we taking too much scriptures? Because you know something like this is a very sensitive topic, and I want to make sure I am bringing my my my, my, my teachings from profound written recorded scriptural um, facts, recorded scriptural fact, not just um, commonly devised devised fables, commonly devised by man, no. These are things that were recorded in the scriptures, accounted for, documented for. Amen. Thousands of years ago. Now, the book of Daniel chapter 7, verse 13 to 14. Daniel chapter 7, verse 13 to 14. Please, please, we are going to be quick with this. Daniel chapter 7, verse 13 to 14. I was watching, this is Daniel talking, in the night vision, and behold, one like the Son of Man, coming the son of who the son of man and who is the son of man who claimed to be the son of man that was jesus so he was referring to jesus about 700 years before jesus came before jesus was born this was what daniel saw about 700 years gap difference this was just daniel saw so you can see how god is so meticulous about passing accurate and adequate information so daniel said i saw in the night vision and beyond one like the son of man coming with the clouds of heaven that's the angels of heaven when you hear cloud is called the host of heaven and they are angels thousands upon thousands upon thousands of angels he came to the ancient of this, and they brought him near before him then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people nations and languages should serve him his dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom the one which shall not be destroyed the what the kingdom what was he giving a dominion what was he giving a kingdom what was he giving glory he was giving dominion glory and a kingdom dominion glory and everything all connects to one thing a kingdom a kingdom a kingdom now let me now show you the shocking part of this scripture everything that was given to him was for a particular set of people now go to verse 18 of that same scripture daniel chapter 7 verse 18 you saw in daniel chapter 7 verse 13 to 14 how god gave jesus dominion and this happened about 2000 years ago after the death and resurrection of christ that was the day that what daniel saw came to pass so it is not a future occurrence anymore it is now a past incident. it has happened already but the one that is about to happen now the one i'm about to read next is, is going to happen soon that's daniel chapter 7 verse 18 it has happened in the spiritual realm but it's going to occur officially soon amen and i'm excited about this daniel chapter 7 verse 18 but the saints, who? The who? The saints. Who are the saints? The saints are not dead people. They are not dead, righteous uh, righteous people that have died and all that. No, they are part of the saints. but that's not what the saint means. The meaning of the saint, the, the, the word saint is also the same word coined from the word ecclesia, and that's the word church. So the word saint means set apart and is as a synonymous to the word ecclesia which also means set apart or the called out the called out ones which is the word we call church today church so if we are to replace the word saint with another word the best word to replace it with is the church so now listen but the church of the most high i've replaced it now with Church, not saint. And I said because that saint has been bastardized. That word. Permit me to use the word bastardized. Has been has been co- destroyed by religious activities. So he said, but this church of the Most High shall do what? Shall receive the kingdom, and possess the kingdom, forever, even forever and ever. Shall do two things. They will receive, and they will possess we have received the kingdom we are possessing it we have received the kingdom but we are possessing it we are yet to possess it completely but we have received the kingdom i tell you oh god i'm excited about this teaching because it's going to bring light and transformation it's going to bring deliverance that you have never experienced in your entire life i bet with you by god's Divine mercy and grace is going to come to pass, amen. Amen. So you can see how Jesus' message was all about the kingdom, all about the kingdom. All about the kingdom. All about the kingdom. The kingdom of God is like the kingdom of God is like the kingdom of God is like the kingdom of God is like. He kept talking and talking about the kingdom of God is like the kingdom of God is like the kingdom. The kingdom, 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 kingdom. This the men will come into the kingdom. This will happen in. He kept talking about just one thing: the kingdom. After his death and resurrection, he spent forty days. Teaching about things pertaining to the kingdom, things pertaining to the kingdom, things pertaining to the kingdom of God, pertaining to the kingdom. He, He did not come to teach religion, he did not come to teach doctrines. Jesus did not come to establish church buildings. It is good it is fine when you have a gathering where people can come and you have a beautiful conducive environment for them. No, I'm not against that. It's wonderful. But that was not Jesus priority. That's why he never built one. As a matter of fact, they met him in the wilderness. Was it that Jesus could not have built a his, his synagogue in his days? They had synagogue in those days. They had they had they had they had, they had Temples in those days, Jesus could have woken up one morning and said, Oh, let's uh, you people contribute money. We need to build a, a place for you guys so that when you come, we'll just have services and all those things. No, he did not do that. When they came to meet him, they spent three days on grass, on grass, and the kingdom of God appeared there because the kingdom of God is not by observation. Jesus said, The kingdom of God is not by observation. The kingdom of god is not by observation in the book of luke chapter 17 verse 20 when the pharisees came to meet jesus that how can we know when the kingdom comes they wanted to know they wanted to know the signs the things that they will see and jesus told them oh the kingdom of god is not by observation it's not by human reasoning it's not by man's calculation it's not by when men are. Here we on robes, and you begin to see. Oh wow! Oh oh, oh These men are saints. Men, they are holy men. Oh oh man! This is oh man! No, the kingdom of God starts from within. I am jumping ahead of my of my time. Please let me let me let me take it slowly. So, going through the teachings and the act of Jesus, we could see without any doubt that there was only one thing Jesus came to reintroduce. Except if a man is dozing while he was reading, you will see it clearly, that there was only one thing Jesus came to reintroduce. As a point of reference, Jesus made his mission clearly known when he was brought before Pilate, who was a governor, a man who understands kingdom stuffs too. (laughs) A man who understands kingdom stuffs. You know the funniest thing is that when the chief priest questioned Jesus, Jesus did not answer. After Jesus was arrested, the religious people, they called a senate over in a gathering and they began to question him. The Bible said Jesus uttered no word, but the moment they brought him before a governor, Pilate a man who understood kingdom stuffs because he worked under a king, an emperor, Caesar. So he was a man that understood kingdom stuffs. So when Jesus got to the presence of Pilate, the Bible said Jesus spoke and answered Pilate. Why? Whatever I speak to you, because you are a kingdom person, you will understand. <laughs> so Jesus told him, he indeed was the, you know, Jesus told him that he was the king. And not just that, but he has he had, he had come for this one purpose to the earth to reintroduce the kingdom of God back to man. You can find that in the book of John, chapter 18, verse 37. John, chapter 18, verse 37. So Jesus told Pilate, he said, I am the king. And not only am, am I the king, I have Come intentionally, all these things you are doing to me, I came intentionally. No one takes my life, I lay it down, I lay it down. So I have come to restore what man has lost for thousands of years, and that is dominion, a kingdom, a kingdom, a kingdom. Amen. So Jesus' message, Jesus' message and intentions seem clear enough and easy to understand but that isn't the case with what we see today it is not the case with what we see today for the for about two thousand years man is still looking for what is not lost about two thousand years now man has not got the message yet oh what a tragedy we are yet to understand kingdom advancement procedures. We are yet to understand kingdom benefits. We are yet to understand kingdom ethic, kingdom culture, kingdom laws, kingdom principles, kingdom protocols, kingdom agendas, kingdom mandate. And we are yet to understand kingdom power of dominion. We are just plain religion. Trying to fix this and that, trying to that, trying to trying to find our way through life when we could walk in the rest that Christ brought for us. He said, "Come unto me, that labor every and I shall give you rest." Why? Because the kingdom is the kingdom of rest. The kingdom is the kingdom of rest. Is the kingdom of peace. Is the kingdom of rest. Is the kingdom of peace. Amen. I'm excited about the kingdom. I have been enjoying benefits of the kingdom. Oh, shak, I, tell you about that. I have been enjoying benefits of the kingdom and I can't wait to let you, to, to invite you to join me. I really can't wait. See, this is no scam. Oh God Almighty, this is no scam. This is real. This is real. This is profound. This is profound. See, when you meet Jesus, was Jesus was so clear with what he was saying. He said the kingdom of God. Eh? He said when you when a man is like a, 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 a field that was that has treasure in it. He said the once a man discovers the treasure, he's going to sell all that he has. He's going to sell everything that he possesses. Why? Just to access the kingdom. Just to keep it to himself just to enjoy it will sell everything and buy that field jesus said it will sell everything and he gave another parable he said the kingdom of god is like a woman who misplaced a coin a coin and she took a lamp and she took a broom and swept through the whole room in search of the coin and when she found the coin she went about calling her neighbors rejoicing telling she and she host a feast rejoicing that a, a, a coin was lost but not found. And you know, when I was reading that, that parable, when Jesus was giving it, I began to ask myself, why will I call for a party after finding a, a lost coin? And then it occurred to me that that coin was not, it wouldn't have just been a coin. Jesus was talking about something deeper than just a coin, he was talking about the kingdom. So, Jesus made made it known that the search of, you know, every parable of Jesus, he uses both male and female so that nobody will come with any gender inequality issues. So, as Jesus was using the kingdom of God is like a man, he, he used the kingdom of God is like a woman. So, don't come with, don't bring your gender inequalities into the kingdom. Please let it stay outside the kingdom. Inside the kingdom, we are one, we are one and same. (laughs) <laughs> praise god we are one, i am excited about the kingdom i am in love with the kingdom and i can't wait for you to join me in this experience the kingdom of god is true i have sold everything i have to stay in this kingdom i have sold everything i have i have sold my entire life into it i have dedicated myself into the kingdom advancement agenda and purposes of god I am like a man poured out a living sacrifice. I am a gone man already. Ah, God Almighty, I am gone far beyond this realm because the kingdom is deep. The kingdom is deep. When you are looking for the kingdom, you don't need to go too far. When you meet Ken wonders, you have seen the kingdom. Why? Because the kingdom lives within me. Oh, he said, and unto us a child is born, and a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. The Government, the government shall be upon his shoulder. The government, the government shall be upon his shoulder. He said the kingdom will be the kingdom of peace. And there will be no end to the peace in the kingdom. There will be no end. So this kingdom, this government, we saw the government come upon his shoulder after he was baptized. And the the Bible says, and the Spirit of God, that was the governor. Bringing the government it was the spirit of god and the bible said it came down upon him and it rested upon him and a voice came when the kingdom comes god can speak there was no way in the bible where it was recorded that god spoke to jesus until after the governor came upon him the kingdom is the access to free relationship with god that's why when i speak to people that i hear god' say I am not joking, uh, and uh, whether you call it proud, pride, brother, whether you call it pride or whatever, it's something to be boastful about. It's something to be proud of. I hear God, sir. Since when I have started engaging the kingdom, and God message found me to understand the kingdom, I hear Him like bread and butter because it was written he said the moment the governor came upon him and the government was upon Jesus the kingdom was restored to it Jesus was holding the kingdom at hand and he said repent was the meaning of the word repent change your mind, turn your mind around, what you have believed for long, it's time to throw it away because the real information is here, the real world of life has come to tell you the truth, that the kingdom is not far anymore, the kingdom is now at hand, which hand, my hand, and that hand needs to be nailed to the cross for the kingdom to be unleashed, that hand needs to be nailed to the cross for the kingdom to be unleashed, because it is sealed in my hand by the gushing out of the blood then the kingdom was released and the moment he came back the bible said he breathed upon them receive oh god almighty Receive it, the governor the government of heaven and the kingdom of god came upon them and they did not know there was no change they remained the same person but they were not the same anymore physically they looked the same but they were not the same anymore we're not the same because it is an inside out experience it starts from the from within ah thank you father so you 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 can't just you can't ignore this season the kingdom is here it has been here but we have we have we we have lost conscious consciousness of it the time has come to now be conscious of the kingdom again The time has come to be conscious. I am so, I'm really just excited. Some of you might be wondering, why is this guy just, I am happy. I am glad. I am so joyful. Because the kingdom is the key to our effective living. Amen. Amen. I, I I have gone, I have gone, really, oh God, I got excited and I was, I was gone. Let me, let me bring myself together. <laughs> Praise God. I hope you are getting this. So, the kingdom is really the solution to us. It's the solution to man. It's the solution to man. It's the solution to man. Jesus' message, and uh, you know, his message was clear enough. His message was clear enough. But it's a pity that the church is still confused of what they are. Man is still confused of what they are. For about 2000 years man is still looking for what is not lost man is still confused of what they are and who he and who they are they are confused of what they are and who they are the church who is supposed to be the light of the world the church that is supposed to be the light of the world (laughs) oh god almighty so as to lead men correctly back to the kingdom of god has also misunderstood the message the church has misunderstood the message just like the parable jesus gave it was a prophecy not only a parable jesus said it. it, it the, the the kingdom of god is like it, the, you know, it was talking about when it's the kingdom of god he was relating the kingdom of god to seeds that were sown seed that was sown, and he said the kingdom of heaven is like heaven. It is like a man who sowed good seed in his field and it's like a man who throws seed rather and the birds came to feed on it and he said such people don't understand the kingdom they don't understand the kingdom so they throw it away they throw it away they throw it away oh god they they, they 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 don't understand the kingdom, of so they go into another another field of life to try to find satisfaction, to try to locate satisfaction, and you cannot be satisfied except you are filled with what you lost. Nothing can replace it, nothing can replace it, nothing can replace it. Jesus said, When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it then the wicked one comes and snatches it away. When there is little understanding or no understanding of the kingdom of God, the wicked one will come and snatch it away. What was sown in his heart, he will snatch it away. He will snatch it away. That's what Jesus said. So the church, I believe, for over 2,000 years, because of the lack of understanding, God said, my people perish because of lack of understanding. Because of lack of knowledge because of the lack of understanding I believe the, the, the devil has tried to steal what has been sown into the heart of the church but I tell you restoration is here restoration has come and it is now amen amen so it, 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 it's so painful that that you know the, the, the church have misunderstood the message, we have converted God's message of the kingdom into a religion and have turned the place of service in a pl- into a place of show where people just gather to come and watch people fall under the anointing. Where all we want, where all we want is a miracle and a sign from God to satisfy our curious desires. So we we'll just come, let's go and see what will happen today. Just to satisfy our curious desires, the church has been preaching many gospel, many gospel for centuries, except the gospel Jesus preached. Except the gospel Jesus preached, and uh, and and asked us to preach to the world. I said the gospel Jesus preached, and asked us to preach to the world. No wonder the world has rejected our messages. See, oh Father. He said, "No one. The world has rejected our message. Why? For years, because we give to her what she's not lacking. We give to her what she does not need. It's just like treating, treating, um, corona, COVID nineteen, with anti, uh, with antiviral, and with anti malaria. It cannot work that way. COVID nineteen does not need." anti-malaria it needs a vaccine that can attack the virus that can attack such such infections not anti-malaria so when you when you when you apportion when you prescribe a a solution that is not needed the the world will reject it the world is just common sense it's just common sense the world will reject it we have given the world what she is not lacking like Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Then if you do, feed my sheep. But he didn't just stop there. He also told him what it was to feed his sheep. And it was never a religion. He didn't ask him to feed the sheep. We read it the other time. He said, when you go, preach this gospel. What gospel? That the kingdom of heaven has come. That was what he told them to feed his sheep not religious message not doctrinal teachings not denominational teachings but the kingdom message the question i want to ask today is for the past 2000 years what have we been feeding his sheep you know how well a person has been fed by looking at his health situations by looking at the standard of his health when you see a sick teen child, then you know he has not been fed well. When you see a sick teen child, sle- teen and and looking manotreated, man-o-treated he, he, he has not been fed well. It's just a sign that he has not been fed well. The state of the church today and world in general, reviews we have been feeding are with the wrong food. We have been feeding the world. We have been feeding the church with the wrong food, and it's called malnutrition. It's called malnutrition by looking at what Jesus fed his disciples with, and also asked them to feed sin to his sheep, to his sheep, both lost and found both lost and found ships. we can say today that the church have not been feeding on what jesus fed the church has not fed the world what jesus fed them or let me put it this way the church has not given has not proclaimed to the world what Jesus asked them to proclaim. The, the church has not taught the word what Jesus asked them to teach. We've been teaching different things, different gospels. Different gospels. Different gospels. That sounds good. You know, the devil is not a dumb guy. Let me say this quickly. Many of us think the devil is dumb. The devil is not a dumb guy. I, I said it the other day that he, he the Bible says, do not be, do not, do not be um, deceived by the devices of the devil. The devil is a smart guy and it is it is plainly recorded in the scripture that that guy is, is smart, is corny, that's what the Bible says, he's, he's called serpent. Why? Because of his corny habits, his corny character. So the devil knows that it is not wise to replace right with evil. The devil knows that the church had the right message in the beginning when Jesus founded the church before leaving. He knew that they had the right message, but to, to, to divert their attention, he presented something good. The, the greatest distraction of humanity is not something bad, it's something good, but not right. The fact that you are preaching a good message doesn't mean that is the message that is right. For the people jesus could have preached many things in short there was a time the disciples were asking jesus a lot of questions and this was jesus's response he said many things i desire to tell you now but he said you would not understand you would not understand you would not understand so jesus was even restricted in his message to his disciples amen so you the fact that you are preaching good messages and people Are getting you know, people are getting ill healed, people are getting um saved, people are you know, people are doing fine by it, and people are applauding you that wow, I was blessed. Doesn't mean you have satisfied God because God's satisfaction is what He, he asks for, not what you give to you give him, it is what he asks for, and what does he ask for? That we preach the gospel of the kingdom. It is the priority of Christ to see the gospel of the kingdom of God be taught all over the world. But there is a problem. To teach a subject, you have to understand it first. So to teach the kingdom of God, we have to understand what the kingdom concepts are. But this seems impossible in this 21st century, I tell you the truth. Why? Because we practice a government system that is strange to the kingdom system and that's the truth we practice a government system that is strange to the kingdom system called democracy so we need a proper orientation on how a kingdom operates because a kingdom is absolutely 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 opposite to a democracy in as much the the kingdom Inasmuch well, the kingdom setting of the world is still different with that of God's kingdom. There are things we can learn from how a kingdom is ruled on earth so as to understand God's kingdom better. So the fact that you know the, the kingdom system of the earth you know from history when i did my research on kingdoms that have existed on earth and one of the greatest kingdoms is the empire called rome the roman empire one of the greatest kingdoms that ever ruled they, they were the kingdom that ruled the longest year in history the longest year in history i think of close to a millennial reign close to a millennial reign of of ruling many nations ruling many nations ruling really many nations. According to history, I think the Roman Empire covered, you know, they covered one 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 fourth or one one yeah, one fourth of the of the of the of the world. They influenced one fourth of the world. That was a large quantity. That was the greatest so far. And <laughs> so to understand kingdom settings we need to go back to it. We can find that even in the book of Romans, chapter one. Verse twenty. He says, Romans chapter one, verse twenty says, "For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse." So you can see how God uses the 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 things that can be seen to explain the things that cannot be seen. How God used the things that can be understood to explain the things that cannot be understood. So that's God's system. So we can learn from the worldly system, kingdom system, to understand God's kingdom agenda. From the scripture, we can understand that though man has a limited knowledge about God's ways, God has revealed himself to us through natural occurrences. This means learning about the kingdom concepts of the world we could have a glimpse of God's kingdom. In learning about the kingdom concept of the world we could have a glimpse of God's kingdom. So now we will be dealing with the kingdom concepts. Kingdom concepts. And this part is where we will be talking about how a ki- what a kingdom is and what are the components of a kingdom and how is a kingdom set and what are the laws the cultures the social effect the ministries and benefit principles constitutions and many things the landlord the landlordship and everything of a kingdom we are going to deal with this in this section the concept the kingdom concept the kingdom concept we are going to deal with that so we explain explain concept of the kingdom of earth using using the earth-based kingdom to explain God's view of the kingdom. Praise God. And we will be dealing with this the next time we meet. We'll be dealing with this the next time we meet. Amen. So thank you so much for joining today. You see, I, I have been blessed by this already. I've been blessed by this already. And I'm, I'm I'm happy on your behalf too that God has blessed you already. So right now, I just wanted to thank God and say, Father, thank you for this light that you've shared. Thank you for this light that you shed and you are still shedding upon me. Thank you for transformation that is occurring already. He said, to, do not be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Thank him for the information, the light that are coming into your heart presently, the entrance of that word. Give it light unto the simple. Thank him for this great season, to be a partaker of this. Thank you thank you father for in jesus name we have prayed so please we'll be meeting next and i i would love that you you don't miss the next episode of the kingdom series please do well to come with someone invite people tell them to listen you know this is going to be on the on the on the on the anchor page for a while so tell them to go refer them to the messages tell them to listen to it and be blessed in doing this you are also advancing the kingdom of god you are also a partaker of the advancement of god's kingdom and i tell you they are oh they are marvelous rewards marvelous rewards thank you father oh god i'm so excited about this i'm so excited father we thank you for this day that i the lord Thank you for your will that is being done on earth. Glory to you. Thank you for using the weak to confound the, 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 the wise people of the world. Thank you for using the foolishness of this boy to confound the wise people of this world. Be the exalted Father. Thank you for the life of your people that is being transformed. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So we will meet next time. Uh, thank you so much. Have a wonderful time. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye.
0: Praise Zion.com
2: Feels like I've down to the river You washed away all my shame No longer bound because I'm forgiven yeah. I've been made free from sin's guilty stain You gave your life for me that I might be saved. You changed my destiny with the awesome price you paid now. I can say all oh, things are passed away, all things are new. Not the same. Yes, I've been changed. Yes, I've been changed. Oh yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. I found my life in you, all things are new. Yes, I've been changed changed. Changed. Mind's renewed, no longer a sinner No greater love have I ever known And now I've got power to walk like a winner Though I may fail, he still calls me his own. Oh, 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 oh. You gave your life for me that I might be saved. Yeah. You changed my destiny with the awesome price you paid. Now I can say, all things are passed away. All things are all new. Things
0: are new God does it. Yes, I've been changed. Yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true, it's true.
2: found my life in You. All things are You, God Yes, I've been changed. Yes, I've been changed. Yeah. Change me. And I'll never be the same. He changed me. I'll never be the same. He changed me. So I'll never be the same. He changed me. I'll never be the same. He changed me. Sing that. I'll never, never be the same. He changed me. He changed me. I'll never, never. Just the church. Come on, say, he, he changed me. So I'll never be the same. He changed me. So I'll never be the same. He changed me. More music at
0: praisezion.com